Hello, hello. My name is Anna Maria. Hi, my name is Mahima. Hey, y'all. My name is Kendall. And welcome to the very first episode of Neurodiverge Rants, the podcast. The weakest, the the weakest uh, hurrahs ever. Yes. Yes. That's the vibe. We're very nervous. We're very, the the fuckery that's happened today is really just not going to be great. We're very (laughs) neurodivergent. Yes. A lot's going on. Yeah. We're very nerd, nerd. I was going to make a joke, but that I was like, you know what? That doesn't fit. Never (laughs) mind. It's (laughs) it's all, it's all fine. Um, So welcome to the very first episode. Uh, Unfortunately, we are missing a member here today. Uh, R.I.P. Ryan. R.I.P. Uh, Ryan. Uh, rest in peace. They are pieces. not dead, actually. They oh, are no. dead, but they will be soon. <laughs> oh, God. They have COVID. <laughs> I was just doing that as a threat. I didn't even mean it as COVID. I just meant it as a threat. <laughs> um, they anyway, <laughs> They do have COVID. For the second time, which is impressive. Very impressive. Jesus. Uh, going for a world record. Anyway, uh, so... Let's do some introductions. Uh, yes, my name. Let's do the <coughs> wonderful and awkward, like, welcome to the class. You have to say three things about yourself. Three fun and go things. Go in a circle. Yeah. When I was at. Um, Two truths and a lie. Yes. Ow. Yes. Um, when I was at ADF, another girl across the circle, um, her fun fact was, like, I love One Direction. What? What a <laughs> fact. What a I'm fun crying. fact, which is relevant to this. But anyway, so mm-hmm. I shall go first. Uh, my name is Anna Maria. Uh, I am 23 years old. My pronouns are she, her. I grew up um, in northern Virginia around Alexandria, a really fun place to grow up. <laughs> um, and now I live in central Vermont, which is the exact opposite. <laughs> Where we have it. cows. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. There's lots of cows. Um, God, I love Vermont. I'm obsessed. I know. And y'all aren't visiting, so. Well. <laughs> um, it is. It, it is happening or something. It is COVID. Yes. <laughs> um. So, I currently work in the medical field as a receptionist, which is super fun. Um. I actually really do like it. Jokes aside. Um. Not doing much right now. I don't know about y'all, but with the pandemic, I was dancing. I'm a dancer as well uh, before the pandemic came. And then I just gave up. (laughs) Just straight up (laughs) gave up. Now I, for fun, I try to do video games whenever I can. I own too many. Mahima will go off about that for hours. Yes. Uh, (laughs) I like video games. uh, (laughs) My just like jealousy. I'm so envious options you have and yet are I'm you also sh- terrified of I the don't, options you have. I don't think you're <laughs> jealous. I think you're angry. <laughs> yes, that too. Um anyway, I like video games. I don't know. Three what are three things about them? <laughs> yeah, what are what are three things about you? Uh two truths and a lie. Let's do that. Sh- yeah. Re- really? Legit? Yeah. yeah uh, let's just do that. Oh my god, I don't remember. I used to have like one okay, uh 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 I've never broken a bone. Okay. I mm-hmm. had a mouse in my pants once. Oh, jeez. And oh. I love skateboarding. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and say <laughs> that um, the broken bone is the lie. 
<laughs> I don't know. I think because the mouse. Yeah, the mouse one sounds like familiar. <laughs> yeah, like it, it sounds. I, I I don't want to be like you know. Oh well, you know, with all your bad luck, and it just feels like it just sounds like an Anna Maria story. <laughs> Like, it just really sounds like something that would happen to Anna Maria, or just to us in general, so. What's your vote, Mahima? All right, so here's the thing. You know. Anna Maria's bones are just all sorts of... No, you're wrong. You're wrong. I'm just, I'm not saying, I'm just saying... No, 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 but... No, because it's not my bones, it's my muscles that are effed. Okay, sorry. (laughs) Yeah, my bones are strong. Uh, your bones are so strong. Strong bones. <laughs> you got all that cows. It's cause it's cause your parents made you um, it's cause your parents made you have like a special diet when you were younger, and now your bones are great. Whereas me, <laughs> my bones are so fucking brittle. Where I I should have been in your family when I was young because I I would be a lot healthier than I am now. I, I don't give your parents family. a lot of credit for that. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, what was your third one again? I totally. Oh, uh, you like skateboarding. skateboarding. Yeah. Yes. I, skateboarding. I know that you like. I know that you like skateboarding. Um, okay. I think you like rollerblading. I know that, right? Sh- should I? Yeah. Should I reveal? Uh, yeah. Sure. Yes. Go ahead. So. Uh, the lie is that I love skateboarding. I would oh, like to. Fuck. I w- oh. would like to love skateboarding, but I can't do it. Um, I've had a mouse in my pants before, and I can elaborate on that later. Oh, I've never <laughs> broken a bone. Anyway. Uh, so yeah, that's, those are my, my two truths and a lie. So for me, I have, I was <laughs> diagnosed with ADHD. I don't even know when it was officially. I could have a lot of thoughts on that, but we can, um, expand on that later. Um, I definitely, when I was a kid, I had a lot of ADHD symptoms, but my mom never took me to a doctor for it because she said, oh, well, they're going to tell you you have ADHD and put you on medication, which as an adult, I'm like, so the correct reaction. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah. But I definitely had ADHD. I couldn't focus very well. I was homeschooled, but even homeschooling, I, it was really hard to fucking focus. I just ended up drifting off and like thinking about other stuff. I ran around a lot. Um, And then as I got older, I just started having even more and more issues as people with undiagnosed ADHD do. (laughs) And I got on TikTok in November, 2019 and I ended up on ADHD TikTok, and I in my the, my history, I was like, I don't have ADHD. There's no way in hell. And the more videos I started watching by um, AFAB creators, I was like, oh my god, I have ADHD. <laughs> so yeah, I have I have ADHD. I also have anxiety um, and CPTSD as well. I'm feeling pretty good. I have Adderall now, you know. So yeah. I'm feeling pretty good now. I still need to manage my anxiety and CPTSD, but ADHD-wise, I have it as much under control as I could hope for. So, yeah, feeling good. Kendall? Oh, gosh. (laughs) So, again, my name is Kendall. Um, I'm 23. Uh, My pronouns are she, her. So, (laughs) where you grew up, um, let's discuss. So, (laughs) I technically grew... Yeah, I technically grew up in Tuscaloosa, but then when I was nine, my parents divorced. I moved to Moody, Alabama. Um, I still live in Alabama, by the way. I went from Tuscaloosa (laughs) to Moody, um, and then my grandmother died, and then my little brother was born, so then I moved to Odenville. So so much is going on. (laughs) 
yeah, I've never really had a place to settle. The same for my siblings, which is so sad. But that's what happens when you're poor, when you grow up poor. So, I mean, you know what? Let's just call it out. That's what poverty in Alabama is like. You just move around everywhere. Yeah. Like, you just got to find a place to go. So, (laughs) I guess I technically say, I I usually just say I'm from Odenville because that's where I graduated high school. Yeah. Um, but you know what? You can imagine, if you feel better knowing that I'm from Tuscaloosa, Moody, or Odenville, you can just pick that yourself. So <laughs> You choose where I'm um, from. You choose. You choose. <laughs> so right now, I'm still in Alabama, sadly. Um, <laughs> I currently, I'm currently staying in Arleigh with my boyfriend. He lives, um, he lives on the lake, but I'm trying to get, you know, closer to school because I go to graduate school at University of Alabama in Tuscaloosa, but I'm currently studying to get my phd in political science so yeah (laughs) big mistake just kidding just kidding i not really but we'll see (laughs) we'll find out we'll we'll find out we'll see if it was worth it when i get the actual piece of paper (laughs) oh should i do true truths and a lie i sure Okay, so, all right, let's do it. I like this two truths and a lie thing. It's so hard to come um, up with stuff, though. I know. I think it's that's like, just because ugh. we have to try and think of something that we don't know. The math lady yeah. meme? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, Um. so the first one. Okay, you know what? The first one, I've never broken a bone. Um. Second, my granddad was famous. And the third one, um, I am deathly afraid of clowns. I feel like I uh, have an unfair advantage, so Mahima, you go first. Oh, shit. (laughs) No, because I know, I know one of your family members was famous, but I can't remember if it was your- It's Hank. Hank followed us on Instagram, by the the way, shout out to Hank. Hank is. He follows uh, the podcast on Instagram. Yeah! <laughs> Hank is Kendall's little Shout brother. Shout out to Hanky. Hi, Hanky. <laughs> that's y'all, Kendall's little brother. Yeah. Y'all play Jackbox. <laughs> yeah, no. Are you guys going to play Jackbox? Um, oh, okay. I think it's going to be. I think. Oh, fuck. This is fine. We don't have to entertain anyone. Take your time. I think it's just. I, oh, God. The bone. I'm just going to say the bone. I also am the pretty bone? sure. I'm pretty sure that you've that you have broken a bone. I think that's a yes. lie. Okay, so I have never broken a bone. When I was little, I was definitely afraid of clowns, but not anymore. My my family likes to joke that I'm definitely afraid of clowns still, but I'm not. I I'm totally fine. So that's a little. That's a bit misleading. So if if my family if. If anybody in my family tagged me with something about clowns on Facebook, I'm not getting scared. I just, but I've never broken a bone. I've cracked a bone, but I've never Uh, broken a bone. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is the clown one the lie then? Yeah, the clown one's the lie. Okay. I was like, your grandfather was famous. Definitely. Yeah. So we were And when I say famous, I don't mean like, oh my God, he was like, like huge, huge celebrity. (laughs) Yeah. It wasn't like he was like American Idol. He was I recognize very... him. He's called Mr. 305. Stop. And he is checking in for this remix. Whatever the area Shut code up. is in Alabama. That is so 
um, probably my parents were way too caught up in their own um, personal drama, like with their relationship, <laughs> which did affect me. It did traumatize me. Um, basically, looking back now, when I was in school, I did go to Christian school for a while. Um, and my behavior in Christian school and in public school when I was younger, looking back on all the things that I did, I think that should have been very telling that I had something wrong. Same. Or not wrong, but, like, something was going on. Yeah. Regardless if it was just, like, hey, I'm not handling all of, like, my personal trauma very well. Or, hey, I'm definitely not neurotypical. Yeah. Like, something's going on. Same. So, um, but then when I went, my first year of college, I had my very first anxiety attack. Um, so much so that I thought it was a heart attack. And I, then I had another one. I feel like a few I remember later. that. Yeah, that was bad. Those were the bad days. Yeah. I legit every this was so bad because I thought a sip of caffeine I was gonna have a heart attack. If I did this, I was gonna have a heart attack. Anxiety. And I was so <laughs> yes, and it was just so terrible. And like I went to the emergency room twice for anxiety attacks that I thought were heart attacks. So. <laughs> Come to find out, I have I have an anxiety disorder. And then about a year later, I got diagnosed with depression, um, which I knew that was coming because, Classic. you know, typically those go together. When I was my first year of grad school, it was actually, I think in January or February, I was diagnosed with ADHD. And it just made sense to me. Yeah. Like, I my one of my very best friends used to joke with me and say, like, you know, she used to joke with me about me having ADHD, but the more I acted around her, the more she knew, like, she was like, yeah, you have ADHD. Like, there's no way you don't. And, you know, you typically think of, you know, kids when they have ADHD, they're very rambunctious or they're very, you know, they can't concentrate. And so my behavior, I was very outgoing when I was, you know, in high school, when I was a kid a little bit. Um, but, I was very, I could concentrate very well on my work. Like, I was in the top of my class. I did AP classes. I was very smart. Um, and notice how I said was. Because when I got to college. <laughs> dumb. I'm pretty dumb. When I got to college, it was like, what? Like, I had so much structure when I was younger that having a routine was enough for me to not exhibit any symptoms yeah. whereas now i'm an adult and i can do whatever i want yeah it here i am really suffering <laughs> but the adhd was definitely what made me um it's what made a lot of sense and then i took started taking ritalin ritalin really changed my life and now i'm here i'm still in grad school trying to do a bit better we're getting yeah. there. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Here I am. Stimulants haven't fixed everything for me, but it's like at the same time, I would absolutely mm-hmm. rather be on them than not because they've still helped so, so much for me. I don't know. Yeah, you, that's exactly how I feel. Yeah. They don't fix everything, but they're still a hell of a drug. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cocaine it's bit, literally Adderall and Ritalin is pretty much meth. Like, it is. It's a form of meth. <laughs> I take prescription yeah. meth. So, uh, you want to go, Mickey Mouse? Sorry. You don't take meth. <laughs> I don't. Hey, hi, how are you? Oof. My name is Mahima. 
Uh, I am 22. I'm turning 23. She's a baby. 20 days. Shut Aww. up, you <laughs> bitch. She little. She little. I hate everyone. <laughs> this is, this is, I love, I, I love, love all this pronouns. Bitch. She, they, him, it, zer, whatever. It doesn't matter. I accept them all. Um, because my identity is something that is personal to me and, uh, it doesn't matter how I'm perceived. In fact, I would like to not be perceived. Don't perceive us. Don't perceive me. Me. Uh, I grew up and live currently in Central Virginia. And yet, uh, I want to clarify, we did not know each other growing up. We're both in Virginia, but we did not grow each other knowing up. I hate myself. Yes. I'm leaving. Um, <laughs> even though I did go to Ver- Northern Virginia literally like every week when I was a child. Uh, I, I do not have a job. I am poor. I go to school. And I am studying um, sociology. And I'm trying to also get a music minor added to my bachelor's. What I do Ooh, for fun amazing. is play video games <laughs> we all gave the same answer but out of all of us i'm the one that's the most i would say gamer yes yes i'm the one that's the most gamer i'm the one that's most in like the gaming world i know yes, gaming news yes, yes. And stuff yes like that. we oh. get it you're a gamer i'm a fucking gamer bro you're a gamer girl we get it um i am uh you want my bath water <laughs> <laughs> I, thought you were gonna say, I thought you were gonna say background and then you were like bath water <laughs> yeah you want my bath water no, um, i'm good oh God. what are oh, your I have a cat you do have a cat sorry uh, my cat is turning eight this year oh my god and uh my dog is turning five what are your animals names my dog is named Roti. One of my desi homies out there, y'all know it. I'm here for it. Uh, and then, and then shortstop name is shortstop. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Love it. But no one ever calls him shortstop. I call him Gudu. I call him Gudu. My mom calls him Proby. Did is there a back? Is there a meaning to Gudu? I've never asked. Gudu is it's it's like a um it's like a doll. Interesting. It's like a little, it's never like a would little have expected doll. that. I gotta, I yeah, gotta I be honest. Every single time you say "gudu," I, it's absolutely different. Do not get me wrong. I can tell from the pronunciation, but every time you say it, my brain goes "Goku." Yes. <laughs> Goku. <laughs> Kamehameha, my bro. Um, what What are your uh, two truths and a lie? This my is gonna two be good. truths and a lie. Um, I'll do the same one as y'all. I have broken, broken bone? a bone. Uh, <laughs> you ha- have? I have broken a bone. Okay. I think Pepsi products suck. I'm actually okay with iced tea sometimes. Stop. 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 I already know the answer to that. The lie <laughs> is you're okay with iced tea. And Anna Maria? That's the lie. I- What's yours? I feel like it's a trick question. No, I think you said that you are. Okay. What was the middle one? The middle one was, I think Pepsi products are shit. I think that you haven't broken a bone. Correct, Anna I, I, no, I remember you Wh- saying. Okay, this is, <laughs> this is not news. two truths and this two lies. This is two truths and one singular lie. <laughs> Wait, okay. Okay, okay, explain the iced tea thing again, because I okay. barely remember it. So the reason why I say sometimes is because I think... 
iced Thai tea fucks. Okay, I think iced yes. Thai tea is amazing. Ooh, yeah, but uh, that uh, is the only ooh, time yeah. that I'm like iced tea. Yeah, the best. Unless it's like, if it's with boba, basically it's yeah. fine. But if it's not with boba, oh, get out. Yeah. Get the out. background of this whole conversation for everyone listening and meeting us for the first time is that we have a southerner and then an Indian. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just, so ju- that should just yes. tell you. Just knocking heads all the time on the tea debate. <laughs> yes, um, which I'm, I, I'm an Indian that right lives now. in the South, my guy. <laughs> yes, I have strong feelings. Um, so yeah. that's my. Choice I mean, granted, you're not in the deep South. You're just in. That's you're still thing. in the Confederacy, but you're not but the like, deep South. See, here's the thing, though. I'm also um, 30 minutes away from the Museum of the Confederacy and the president. I mean, is this something that you really want to boast? No. <laughs> this, yeah. I'm yeah. Gonna, it's more Literally, of just me the saying, only... like, I can, I'm, I am around a lot of Southerners yeah. um, more it's, than you would think. And it's very way different more than, than Anna Maria. It's very different than Northern Gross. Virginia. Yes. Yeah. I'm around them a lot more. What else do I do for fun? I, yeah, like, I cuddle my dog. I, um... Oh, yeah. Sleep? Like, sleep, yeah. And I, um... <laughs> I don't watch TV. I don't watch... I'm trying to get Mahima to watch more things with me. Yes. We watch Markiplier I... together, but... Yeah, I mainly just oh, watch YouTube, Mark. and that's really it. Yeah, I, we're, I'm trying to get. I have a list of movies that Mahima hasn't seen, so we're. Slowly I haven't watched movies in like a decade. Like, it gone to like a movie theater to like watch is like I haven't gone in like over a decade. Well, you're one of those people that also makes commentary, right? I think we clarified that that you did. Yeah, I do. But oh, if I'm in a movie theater, I don't. If I'm in oh. a movie theater, I'm well, like I mean, it silent. depends on how many people are there. But it's like I've been in a movie theater where it's mostly empty before, and it's always frustrating because I'll be there with someone who doesn't want to talk, and I'm like, I can't. I can't do this with you. I yeah. can't. I gotta go. <laughs> Shoves breadsticks into purse. I gotta go. I gotta go. Okay. Um, well, that would be the worst time to even, like, start going back to the theaters. Like, yeah. yeah. So I hope you didn't become a theater person all of a I'm sudden. I'm literally not. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm saying, like, I haven't gone to the theater to see a movie. Like, I think mm-hmm. the last one I did see was um, Captain Marvel. And that was just, like, out of pity. Like, my mom and I went, like, out of pity because we were like, we have the time to go do things. Maybe we'll go watch a movie. And then we never went again. So. Oh. Awesome. Neurodivergency. Let's get into the fun stuff. I want to take credit for all of this. Yes. uh, All credit about (laughs) discovering literally anything and everything to do with neurodivergency. Credit goes to... Anna Maria. I've d- helped you discover so Mahima did not should I expose you? I'm you like can actually expose me. I Mahima didn't know exactly what an ingrown hair was until me. Yes. <laughs> so you're welcome. Literally like I'm I just it. stupid. I'm like dumb as shit. No, it's just that it's like it's great because you get to it, it, you're like I know what this is now because of you and then my <laughs> ego just gets bigger. <laughs> there we go. That's it. That's how we work. <laughs> just together. make Anna Maria feel better. Gel. Yeah. That's how we gel. Um, so early childhood, um, uh, I was always considered very dramatic. Uh, I was always called a crybaby, like past kindergarten, honestly, I was always called a crybaby, that I would cause huge scenes and, and stuff like that. I was a brat growing up. <laughs> I was an absolute brat. Which is so uh, weird. Not expected. 
and then did Life Hit Me Hard in 2008, <laughs> that recession changed Oof. the game. Uh, <laughs> God. So I never really had, like, my aha moment, technically, I guess, was literally when I was on the phone with Anna Maria <laughs> talking about neurodivergency. What, a month ago? Yeah, like a month ago. Basically, <laughs> we were talking and Anna Maria had asked, like, oh, like, are you neurotypical or neurodivergent? And I was like, I consider myself to be neurotypical because there are just some things where I just don't think that I'm neurodivergent. And then Anna Maria was like, okay, well, you know that you are surrounded by neurodivergent people, right? And then I was like, I mean, yeah. And she was like, you know that neurodivergent people are friends with neurodivergent people, right? And I'm like, I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> and she was like, <laughs> and then it just kept going. Well, no, because you were like, I only have like one or two friends. And I was like, you do realize me, Kendall, and Ryan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like all three of your like closest friends, uh, all of them. Oh, early childhood growing up, very, very familiar with um anxiety very very familiar with depression especially when i started going into middle school i was yeah oh yeah yeah did mm -hmm. anyone have a good middle school experience has anyone ever had no no but to be so. fair i don't know if everyone also would uh woke up every single day with a panic attack about <laughs> having to go to school mm, true good god so Oof. every day basically i would wake up in the morning have a panic attack for about like 20 minutes and then i would be able to do nothing like my mother had to put the toothpaste on my toothbrush and had to feed me and That's make me drink though. like coffee and stuff because Aww. I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to do anything I was just so rendered completely useless and helpless after shout my out, panic attacks shout out to Mahi mom okay. Mahi mom yeah basically the big moment where I actually agreed with Anna Maria where I was like okay I'm neurodivergent was actually when I had brought up I consider myself to be a highly sensitive person which are, or HSP um, I forget the exact part of the brain that deals with the things but that part of the brain produces an excess amount of um, it produces like an excess amount of the emotion slash sensitive God, that stuff. the epitome of us just that entire sentence yes um, <laughs> my processing of stimuli it just does overdrive basically is how is like the best way to describe it but basically when i told anna maria that when we were talking anna maria was like you're not on neurodivergent tiktok are you and i was like no and then they showed me a TikTok. Do you have ADHD or are you highly sensitive? And I was like, fuck. <laughs> um, we, we may never know. We may never know. But, it might be um, both. <laughs> Por no los but dos? to be fair, I think like uh, I was given a diagnosis of chronic depression and um, I have an anxiety disorder. I take meds. I also have um idiopathic hypersomnia fun that's the fun one that's the fun one yeah um and so i take medicine for all of those and um you're managing i'm alive i'm alive except you know? you're being perceived so bad. except i'm being perceived so that's like automatically puts like uh you know 50 points. points down for like <laughs> for a gryffindor you know what i mean like it's just automatically like a knot it's not it's not. 
<laughs> anyway, uh, I hate it. I, hate it. <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah. Let's just go into like I guess how we met. Yeah. So, um, Ryan is not here currently because they have COVID again. Rip. Um, but basically, back in 2012-ish, we both ended up on One Direction Tumblr. Uh, rip. Again. R.I.P. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I, man, I don't understand how people are still on Tumblr, especially since they removed the Orn pay. Anyway, so <laughs> we met on Tumblr. Actually, it's... I'm not going to get too much into detail, but it's funny because we actually... We met on Tumblr, technically, but I met them because we had mutual, um, like, followers or following someone that we both know in real life. So it's like, while we did meet on Tumblr, it's, there's, like, connections, a uh, friend mm-hmm. of a friend kind of thing. Anyway, um, we eventually ended up meeting later that year in 2012 around Halloween. Um, I don't remember. Okay, I'm going to say the, 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 the band words. Kendall, do you remember... I will not expand on this. Do you remember when Live While We're Young was? Good God. That was, uh, that was 2012. It was, was it, was it like winter though? 2012? Like fall, winter, maybe? Maybe so. Yeah. Uh, so we met through that. I don't, you didn't meet Ryan. I don't think you really, did you meet Ryan before you were both in, um, what is it inked or did you meet through facebook before that uh i want to say i met ryan i think i just met ryan just through you okay so yeah i don't yeah i think um it's possible they met through tumblr as well but you know it all gets muddled Yeah, it's like we've just been friends for nearly ten years. So yeah. when we told Mahima that um, at yeah, one of our pre-podcast meetings, Mahima had an existential crisis, realizing I that did. it's been nine years. Yeah. <laughs> um, da, da, da. But then somewhere Literally. in there, somewhere in there, Mahima followed me. I don't know if you were following Ryan or Kendall. I think it came after that. I did. I I I was following <clears throat> Ryan. Okay. Um, you followed me, and then I followed you back, and chaos ensued. Yes. <laughs> I, 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 I want to expand on that, but I shouldn't. Uh, what's I mean, you crazy can. about a uh, Kendall? Go on. <laughs> I was gonna say what's crazy about meeting Mahima is that I didn't know I didn't meet Mahima through Tumblr. I I very much remember this. This was the year that. All three of us got Christmas presents and we got on Skype and we opened them yeah. all together to show oh, each I don't other. That. that was the very first time I ever saw Mahima. I was yeah. thinking to myself, who is this? Yeah. I was yeah, like, hilarious. And then Anna Maria terrible. was like, this is my friend Kendall. And I was like, oh, okay, hi, Kendall. <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, okay, well, Mahima's my friend now, too. So <laughs> that's kind of, kind of how adopted. it works with us. Um, yeah. With Mahima, all I'm going to say is that you were, you're, you were a fangirl and to this day you are a fangirl. I am. In certain circumstances. We're all... I, I love you, Anna Maria! Please shut up. Kindly, <laughs> respectively, I'm asking you to shut up. Um, <laughs> Kendall is the only one at this point in time that still is like, goes hard for 1D. And I respect that. That yeah, is hard work. Always. I And I'm going to say I still go hard for 1D because I... One, I made like very best friends... Yeah. Because of One Direction. Yeah. Um, but also, 
<laughs> but also, it's really hard for me to let go of things in general. Uh, same, same. Like, like, and this one, this hyperfixation stayed for a while. And so mm. I'm like, you know what? I, you know what? It's just going <laughs> to stay with me forever. It's like, um, 90s girls and Backstreet Boys or like 2000s girls and NSYNC. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's never going away. I totally get it. I applaud you because it's like I still go hard for Harry, but the second they broke up outside of like Zane, kind of, I just kind of, I'm going to be real here. Liam's music, not doing anything for me. Not (laughs) Not it. it Not here for me. Yeah. So I like. I like Strip That Down, and I love Bedroom <laughs> Floor. Everything I, else, I'm like, eh, but I I still like Liam as a person. I like that he he is, like, checking in on social media and YouTube and stuff for everybody. I mean, his music, I wish I could like it. I wish I could. I just don't think it's really him. I feel like Like, he's, if I could have a conversation with him, yeah. like, I'd be like, this is not you. I feel like you he's need to tra- find yourself. He's transitioned this into like an you, old man. This is you, Liam. Listen, I know you, Liam. <laughs> Liam, Liam, Liam. I know yeah. you. This isn't you. Liam's this like, ain't you, honey. You? This ain't you. <laughs> yeah, like it was. Well, like also- Zane, Zane ended up perfectly fine. Like his taste, I was like, you know what? That that does fit him. Niall, yeah. Niall's definitely fits him. Yeah. Louis, yeah. I think Louis fits him. Yeah. It's just Liam just feels so out of place. Like I would have seen mm. him doing more of like what um, Niall is doing a little bit, not yeah. what Zane is doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah, yeah. I mean, like Liam's not very folk folksy, which I know that like Niall likes that sound, but like Liam is I think like Liam he's is like not whatever he's trying to do. Like, he is more pop. Yeah, and, like, musical theater. Yeah kind of vibes yeah. you know what i mean he's more michael buble yes yes very michael buble neurodivergent yeah. people talk about one direction for an hour stay tuned <laughs> uh, this is my theory the entire 1d fandom past and present we're they're all neurodivergent every single there's one of no them way. there's no yeah. way they're not there's no way they're neurotypical it dep- <laughs> I, I feel like if they like liam they might be neurotypical maybe you're right that's maybe fair. this is not gonna be a you... liam episode a late liam episode <laughs> this, um, is, this is no hate to liam for me no, at well, least. okay also let's i would i would like to also just like put it out there i was and am and will always be a Louis girl. Well, uh, so that's what I was going to say is the thing that always worked out really well, ex- with the exception of maybe like Ryan and I, but Ryan kind of left the 1D phase a lot sooner than I did, I think. Yes. Um, But we always mm-hmm. had different faves. So it was never like, not that we were going to fight for their love anyway, because, you know, yeah. you, you know, the typical, they meet our eyes across the stadium. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even meet your eyes. They, they're blinded by the big lights, and they you they can't see you. They don't know what you look like. They don't know what your scream is. Kendall, you don't understand the orbs. our eyes. Uh. <laughs> and they pulled me on stage, and they brought it me was backstage. Beautiful. <laughs> What's so funny is that the, you said switching faves and stuff, and Mahima was like loyal to Louie. Like, yeah, I'm I very really loyal was. to Niall. I no, still no. am. I, yes, I, in like the very beginning, and when I say very beginning, I mean like 2010. Boo Bear. Okay, 2010, 2011, I was like a Zane 
Liam Harry. I like I was like with all of them. Kind of like that's when I went through my phases. And then like mm-hmm. 2000 and like the right as like um Live While We're Young and like the second album started coming out, I was like Louie, that's it. End game. <laughs> And game and it and game. I laughed so hard looking back on the. I don't know if y'all also did this, but like the post where it's like, we have no faves, we respect all of them and love them equally. And now I'm like, I, Louie, Hoomst, Lewis, and Lime, the, the Lime, Lewis? Nile, Lime, Lion, it's Lion, it's Lion, that's Nail, what Lion, yeah, yes. Nail, exactly, <laughs> Nail. Um, but yeah, so that was our start nine years ago. Uh, we Skyped like every day in Mm -hmm. high school. Now we kind of have to live our lives. (laughs) Uh, me and Ryan Skyped actually every day because what me and Ryan would do is we would just completely bail on all of our responsibilities until the last second. And then we would be up until 3am catching up on all of the homework, classwork, readings, everything that we needed to do for, uh, like the next day in class. And we would just do that on Skype where... We weren't actually talking to each other. We just mute ourselves, but we'd be doing like our work. Yeah. But we, yeah. Those are the days, though. Like getting stuff done and just yeah. having someone's. That's an ADHD thing, by the way. I was explaining this to Mahima yes. the whole concept of having a quote unquote body double, where it's like if someone's there, they don't have to help you, but having someone present, it does something in your brain. I don't remember the science of it, but like that literally, that was us. <laughs> Little yes. did we know. <laughs> Little did we know. <laughs> Um, yeah. It's just, I just don't understand how I, like, it's so funny to me that, like, when I was in high school, I felt like I was on top of everything and I was so organized. Same. And then I get to college and I wasn't. And it's like, I don't, I don't get it. Like, and it was very crushing for me to learn that. Like, we're getting pushed into the capitalist machine where it's like, oh, okay, there, there is no dream job. I will not be getting a good paying job despite all of my hours in school. Oh, oh, okay, this is it. Oh, depression. <laughs> yeah. Yep. No, so, I had like, to... Structure? Don't know her. <laughs> I had to... I had to... I didn't have that. <laughs> you went straight to depression? <laughs> I just went straight to depression. 2008, and then it was just... Hey. Anxiety. You just... You got to skip a phase. You got... You I were ahead of us. Guess. Ahead of the game. I yeah. didn't have the happy f- part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have, don't have that part. Literally, I, go on. Oh, I'm sorry. I was gonna say literally all of undergrad was oh all of undergrad was just me coming to terms with the fact that I had depression and anxiety and trying to figure out if I had ADHD or not. Like, and I didn't even find out in undergrad that I had ADHD. I had to wait a whole nother year for that. Like, and it was like everything hit like a ton of bricks. It was yeah. like, hey you are super depressed and have anxiety okay here's this traumatic event oh and then your granddad's gonna die there's another traumatic event and it was just so much to me i always say this when it rains it pours and that is exactly how it is for me all the time it like if you have adhd you can also it's just like easily spiral kind of and i also feel like the other thing i'm personally personally grappling with right now that we, and we also talked about this the other day the n- most recent thing for me that it's like oh my god having to learn how to deal with um <clears throat> is actually cptsd stuff and like trauma it's like that's where i stand that's where i'm like oh my god the, it's all hitting it's like mm-hmm. jesus yeah guys, the body keeps the score <laughs> 
(laughs) Literally, I had a conversation with, I had a meeting with my counselor earlier this week, and I was like, like, I'm not going to go into detail because of, like, how triggering it is, but, like, I was like, hey, I'm pretty sure this happened to me, but I'm not exactly sure. Can we talk about this? And she was like, well, tell me, can you give me, can you give me some details of what happened so I can better, you know, say? And I was like, yeah, sure. So I did, and she said, yeah, it really sounds like it. And I was like, ew. And so... That's the whole thing with the CPTSD, because the reason I brought that up was specifically because, like, for a long time, and Ryan was telling me, they're they're like, you have depression. You have depression. And I'm like, but I don't, like, when they make you fill out the stupid, the one thing at the doctor's office where it's like, more, how many days in the week did you feel useless? Is it more than half? And I never really related to those kinds of things. And then it's like finding out Mm -hmm. those symptoms were from CPTSD. It's like, that makes so much more sense. And I wish I had been Mm -hmm. told about this kind of stuff, but... Anyway, <laughs> getting deep. You see, when you said you had started reading The Body Keeps the Score, I was like, oh, maybe I need to read this because she's oh. finding out a lot about herself. I saw Amazon and I, I think you can like look at an yes. excerpt and I yes. saw the few words that I said, nope, I mm-hmm. don't need that right now. <laughs> I, it's good. like, it's so freaking rough, but at the same time, it's like, I, you know, I do, I haven't read it in a long time. I only got so far and then I was like, I need to stop for now. Um. But it's like when you're ready and you feel like you can't, it's still hard. It's not going to be like, oh, I, I can handle this now. I'm not going to cry. You're still going to cry. But it's like you need to do it at some point. It's just mm-hmm. at your own pace. Um, yeah. It's still good. It's just, you know, a, a fucking lot. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. And the perfect example of this is the glass castle budget at Walls. I read that when I was in 11th grade. There were three different points where I cried in it because it goes into heavy, heavy detail about the relationship with her father. And I can't watch the movie. I tried watching it and I think I was about 20 minutes in and I started crying and I said, I can't do this. Like Woody Harrelson, you you messed me up real bad too. Like it's, uh, it, I just can't do it. And it's a beautiful book. It's a beautiful, beautiful memoir. Yeah. And it's so, so crazy to be true. But just the amount of dysfunction that she went through, I related so much to that. We should do a whole episode on dads. <laughs> God. We all have to, we we did that's um, basically mine's going to take like five episodes. Yeah, as we're wrapping up because we definitely managed to fill the time better than I thought we would. So good for us. Um, yeah, just wanted to quickly like talk about the purpose of this podcast. I guess um, I originally created this with one of my other friends, and then I ended up roping in the three people that the two people who hear here and the one that is um, working <laughs> working on being here. Um, I wrote them in because I was like, these are my best friends that I've had literally like these are my high school best friends. And we're still, you know, I would say we're so close, even if like like Kendall, you and I, we don't talk a lot, but we're still, you know, we're still tight. It's just finding time as adults to, you know. Yeah. Like the thing is, Anna Maria, Mahima and Ryan will always be like very close to me. Like I love them dearly. They are all family to me. (laughs) Yeah. I hate to get sappy, but like. Disgusting. (laughs) It's family, not friendship. I'm just saying. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so I I asked Mahima first because I was like, uh, so remember when we had that conversation about neurodivergency? (laughs) Um, So that was me actually just trying to employ you. Uh. (laughs) Literally, I remember also like when we had that conversation, I literally went downstairs and I went to my mom (laughs) while Anna Maria was actively on the phone with me. And I was like, hey. Did you ever know when 
have you how long have I been doing this specific action? And my mom goes, I mean, for like a long time. I mean, like when you were like really young, like you didn't like you were pretty okay. But, you know, like especially like, you know, elementary school, middle school, that's when you really started doing it. Like the end of um, elementary schools, when you started really doing these actions, I was like, well, did you know that that means I'm neurodivergent? <laughs> and my mom was like, what? The more you know. The more <laughs> Your mama you said, know. what the hell does that mean? <laughs> yeah, my mom was like, huh? I don't know, you know that word. That yeah. yeah. Yeah, my family is not very supportive. I mean, <laughs> I love them, you know, they're my family, but like at the same time, the amount of support I get yeah. when it comes to my health and my mental health, zero. Anyway, I've always wanted to be able to do something like this, and it's really great that I can take this time with my friends to do this, um, since our schedules are sometimes pretty busy and we don't really get time to talk or they don't overlap um, properly in order for us to get that time. So it's doing that. And then the process, it's really cool because we get to kind of tell our stories and hopefully some people will either, you know, feel reassured that they're not alone or they'll be educated in knowing, you know, this is how some people's brain works and then just figuring things out together. That would be great if like on a podcast, I say something, someone says something and then one of us is like, oh my God, I just figured something That's gonna out. happen with it's me. Gonna That's happen. gonna be me. It's gonna, you, it's gonna yeah, be Yeah, it's gonna place sound your bets. very chaotic. <laughs> it's already been chaotic, but uh, yeah, I place my bets on, yeah. I place my bets on, it's either gonna be Mahima or Kendall, I think. I feel like Ryan and I have like ev- scoured every corner of the internet for information on ourselves and mm-hmm. disorders and stuff. And it's like, it's going to be Mahima or Kendall. They're going to be like, wait a yeah. minute, this is a thing. <laughs> but yeah. oh, yeah. yeah. Like, I-, I can feel it. I think it's coming. My my comfortability right now with me just like, oh, yeah, I have ADHD. And then, like, what happened this week? I'm like, oh, God, no, yeah. no more. No more, please. No, no more. more. No more discoveries. I'm good with just having ADHD, <laughs> can, anxiety, can, can depression. I have one day of my life as a Gen Z where <laughs> it's not eventful? I've lived through a pandemic. I know. I'm tired of living through major life events. <laughs> Literally, when I see my psychiatrist next month, he is. I'm going to be like, hey, so let's chat about this summer because I haven't seen him all summer. He's oh just God. been like, you know, refilling my meds because he's like, yeah, if you're feeling good and yeah. there's no need mm-hmm. to chat with me, I'll see yeah. you in August. Yeah. Oh, boy. Dr. Lacey, oh. I am so sorry. sir. Uh- <laughs> yeah, I think the other thing, like, because I don't know if we, how if you guys have been through this, but it's like. Especially starting out, because I will say super quickly before we try to come to a close, <laughs> it's going to be hard because we talk so much, um, but I'm the kind of person, like, I just start looking things up and I'm like, I, it's not that I want to be diagnosed with all these things, but I want to know what's happening, what's causing mm-hmm. things, right? So then I end up looking at all these things and it's like, I thought I had BPD, I thought about autism, I thought about all this stuff. And I think the thing to remember is if you already have a diagnosis or something, is thinking about the overlap then also know it's like is it affecting my life to the point where yes this is like super ingrained in me as opposed to Mm -hmm. like you know just like oh I have some symptoms here and there that could be attributed to anxiety or something but I have OCD which was given to me because we figured out that I have so many issues with contamination and specifically uh, vomit just educate yourself on how you can help others or how you can understand others from this anyway any final words before we wrap up I guess I would just like to say, like, even though we're all, like, you know, doing self-discovery, 
we are open and still learning. We're not experts. And, you know, nothing that anybody is ever diagnosed with for like any sort of mental reason, you know, whatever it may be, it's not a bad thing. It's not going to like make you a terrible person. It's not going to make you, you know, ill. It's just, you just go in to live with it. And so we're still learning. We're, we're dealing with our own kind of, um, you know, we're dealing with our own stigmas and situations. Um, Mahima, anything? Uh, I also just wanted to say like, for anyone and everyone listening, feel free to like educate us because again, like Kendall said, we don't know it all. We don't know everything. This is mainly to learn, not just for, you know, us to tell like our specific scenarios, Mm -hmm. but also for us to learn about other people's scenarios so that we can all just learn more about this very complicated and usually very hidden subject of neurodivergency. Yeah. Um, so yeah. everyone's learning. Yeah. And so please feel free to also educate us about anything. Do you know if you have autism, if are anywhere on the spectrum, if you like anything like that, if you have or like if you have OCD mm-hmm. or anything, even if you're neurotypical and you want to talk about just like uh, any mental, uh, you know, mental health issues that you yeah. have, like feel free you know yeah we're all just learning yeah definitely i the podcast is about neurodivergence but it's not always we're not always going to be talking specifically about our own symptoms and because we all also experience uh mental illness symptoms i guess i could say you know we're Mm -hmm. very open to talking about that as well it's not just specifically like we have to stay on neurodivergency (laughs) yeah you know it's it's very open yeah, and usually there's a lot of overlap between neurodivergency Definitely. and mental illness anyway. Definitely. So, so um, thanks for joining us today. This has yes. been super fun. Thanks for learning yeah. with us and dealing with us. This is going to hopefully get smoother as we go along. If yes. you want to head to our website, there's a form for suggestions, questions, comments, or concerns. Um, you can also find all of our social media there. Um, there will also be transcripts of this podcast and the rest of them following. Our bios, our personal social media, all that kind of stuff. You can also apply to be a guest. Or we are also accepting yeah. um, musical artists, small musical artists, if you want to be featured at the beginning of the podcast. Uh, today's song was written by yours truly. Uh, so we would love yeah. to get some other people in here, though. We would love to mm. feature your work. So you're welcome to apply on the site and uh, reach out to us, follow us. And yeah, thank you so much for joining us today. Well, thank you so much. We'll see you yeah, next time. Thanks. See you next time. All right. Bye. 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 Bust, 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 bust,